0: Praise the Lord. Yes, I don't know where our trust level is, but we all can have it more. What more? The grace to trust Him more. Praise God. Shall we look to the scriptures this morning? I love that song. I wish I could just go on and on and on, but we can't. All right. Judges 14, 14. Judges 14, 14. Out of the eater came something to eat, and out of the strong came something sweet. Father, we thank you for your word. We pray that you will speak into our lives. We take victory in the name of Jesus. We bind every resistance to the preaching of God's word. Every critical spirit be stilled in Jesus' name. We take victory in Jesus' name, we pray. And the church said, Amen. Please be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Are the eater something to eat? Out of the strong, something sweet. Amen. Praise God. This is a statement that Samson makes on the heels of a victory that he has experienced. And he brings forth, want to call it a riddle, whatever it is, he brings forth this saying out of his own experience that he had experienced in his life. It's very interesting to see the paradox in this. Out of the eater, something to eat. Out of the strong, something sweet. Praise God. Amen. Amen. When we ponder on the life of Samson, you can say it in one line, he was a he-man. Who was he? He was a he-man. Or a Superman. Or a Batman. Or a or a whatever kind of man that they have these days today. Definitely not a Pokemon. He was a he-man with a... She-weakness. A he-man with a she-weakness. But definitely he was a he-man. Praise God. His birth was announced by heaven. There are not a lot of people whose birth was announced by heaven. Every one of us, our lives are written in God's book. Before we were born, everything about us is written in Psalm 139. That's what it says. But heaven has not announced a lot of people's birth. Heaven only would announce the birth of people based on God's purpose and design for their lives. And Samson was one of the unique guys where heaven announced his birth. There was something special about him. But as his life unveils before us. We want to go into this particular incident in his life. There is a reason why Samson comes with this saying. So we give the title for today's message, Expect the Unexpected. I don't want you to tell your neighbor, Expect the Unexpected. All right, But expect the unexpected. There are a lot of expectations in our lives. But at times, the unexpected happens. And we know from the scriptures that Bible gears us up, prepares us up musters us up, builds us up to expect the unexpected so that we don't become victims of the unexpected, but we become victors over the unexpected things of life. Praise God. Why the unexpected? Because despite what is expected, the unexpected happens because you and I are not in control. We are not in control of the events of life. We are not in control of the circumstances of life. We are not in control as life unveils challenges in our lives. Christ. Amen. Well, before we move on, we want to unravel or unveil the saying of Samson. We know the story. I believe that almost all of you know what it is. But if you don't know, Samson with his parents are going to check a babe out. Samson already checked the babe out and he comes and he tells his parents I want to get married to this girl and they're on the way to make sure that everything is set and it's on the way something happens we know that a lion jumps on him and God helps him and he's an overcomer there okay that's the that's the background of this and we'll come back to the next, next we'll come back as we move on okay number one in life Expect the unexpected foe. What's foe? Enemy. Praise God. Listen, does Christians have enemy? Wow. Does Christians have enemy? Yeah. Praise God. If Christians do have enemy, where did you get that information from? The Bible says that we have an enemy. We do have an enemy. Praise God. Now, the Bible not only gives us the fact that we have an enemy, he also tells us who the enemy is. Who's the enemy? Is that your neighbor sitting next to you? Definitely not. Definitely not. All right? It's not the neighbor that's sitting next to you. But we do have an enemy. Okay? And the Bible gives us highlights in the Bible where we understand who our enemy is. Peter says who our enemy is? Huh? The devil. devil. He is like a roaring lion roaming around seeking whom he may devour. Okay, he's looking out for who? He's looking out for a prayer. Okay, and every one of us, he is trying to get a hold of us. So we do have an enemy. Okay. Now if we do have the information that we do have an enemy, the Bible also, as much as the Bible tells us who our enemy is, the Bible also tells us who our enemy is not, who's not our enemy. Our struggle is not against. So it's not the fellow who's sitting next to you. It's not the gal. It's not the girl who's sitting next to you. It's not the flesh and blood, but there is principalities and powers that are actively working against you. If that's the case, if you know who your enemy is, and if you know who not your enemy, who is not your enemy, then what is a big deal? How can you say expect an unexpected? Dead foe. Tell me. What does that mean? You know who the enemy is, and you know that it's not. So what does that mean? Praise God. No one? Well, yes. Right. It's a pseudo or it's a front. In other words, we do have an enemy and the enemy uses people around us to come against our life. That's a fact. An unexpected enemy. It can come in any form. Give me a form. Put a form to your enemy. Put a form to your enemy. There is internal enemy. There is external enemy. You're talking about the internal enemy. Enemy in me. Enemy in me. There is an enemy in me. What is the enemy in me? Right, very good. What else? Anger, what else? Lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, pride of life. That is the enemy in me. Praise God. That's internal and there is external. The external is anything, anyone, any entity that the enemy can use to come against our life. Praise God. Anyone who takes you out of the will of God. Anyone who derails you from the plan of God. Anyone who tells you to detour yourself from the purpose of God. Jesus once turned around. Looked at Peter and said, Satan, get thee. Behind me. Oh, how close can the enemy get? Praise God. How close can the enemy get? So expect an unexpected foe. Praise God. As for us, Samson was concerned. It was what? It was a line. It was an actual line that Rode and came against him. And expect an enemy at an unexpected time. What does that mean, man? Well, where are these guys going? Where are they going? Samson is with his parents and they're going. They're going to Timnah. That's a place, okay? That's a place. And as they're going at an unexpected time what happens at an unexpected time at an unexpected place an unexpected assault ooh that's scary right <laughs> look into samson's life it's a line the time is what as they're going The place is by a vineyard and it's an assault. What does that got to do with us? Everything. No one is exempt from an unexpected move from the enemy. No one is exempt. It can happen at an unexpected time, at an unexpected place, at an unexpected way. There is really no exception. Who says there is no exception? Who says there is no exception? Life is crafted in such a way, the Bible says, Jesus said, in this world you have Trials and tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. Two things. One, Jesus says, get a reality check. Get a reality shot in your arm, which is what? In this world, as long as you are in this world, you can expect the unexpected. But the good news for us is, praise God, as Jesus says, what you have trouble, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. So you can expect a divine intervention when the unexpected, It happened If Jesus is with you You think an unexpected thing can happen Jesus and the disciples They are traveling on the boat Jesus is very much With them He's on the same boat And the Bible says Suddenly What happened A storm rose The unexpected happened With Jesus on inside the boat. Praise God. My, 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 my. Can you imagine this? If the story would have ended there. Thank God the story does not end there. Praise God. The Bible says Jesus got up and he rebuked. The wind and the waves. Praise God! If Christ is in you, if you are poor, if you are a child of God, you can expect the unexpected. But I want to tell you, even as you go through a season of the unexpected in your life, one thing is sure: that you can expect a divine intervention in your life. From where? From where? From an unexpected source. Praise God. Well, what is our divine intervention? What is this divine intervention we're talking about? It's the Lord who's on our side. So when it says unexpected source means we know as much as we know that the enemy is real, the challenges are real, the problems are real, the hurdles are real. So much so or more than that, we know that God is real, that he's with us, that is in us, that is for us and for that we know even when the unexpected comes, we have, an, we have what? A divine intervention. So if that's the case, what is the unexpected source? The unexpected source is, you don't know where it's going to come. You don't know how it's going to be manifested. You don't know how it's going to get you through, uh, through it. But it's definitely going to get you out of it. I'll tell your neighbor, neighbor, I know that it's going to get me out of it. Tell your neighbor, the neighbor I know that is going to get me out of it. Now, don't be surprised if your neighbor looked at you and says, get you out of what? Well, then your neighbor is not a neighbor. Praise God. Tell your neighbor to get into your business, all right? Praise God. At an unexpected time. Mm-hmm. Huh? At an unexpected place. An unexpected way. Okay. I want you to come with me. I want you to envision the long, winding path to terminal. Who's going? Daddy's going? Mommy's going? And who else is going? Samson is going. They're traveling together. And the Bible says all of a sudden, all of a sudden a line jumped upon, upon Samson. You wonder when you read that passage. How did his parents react when a roaring lion jumped at Samson? How did his parents react? How did his parents react? Scared. Good. That's a good one. You have a good sense of imagination. How did his parents react? Don't make a story out of story, all right? You got to look at the scripture and tell me. He says, (laughs) man, hey, hey, listen, listen. They were not scared. You know why? They didn't even know. They didn't even know. There is no reaction mentioned they did not know. Church, think with. How many times when the enemy pounces upon us, people are supposed to know does not know. You could be a parent. You could be a pastor. You could be an elder. You could be a teacher. You could be a Sunday school teacher. You could be a mentor. You could be a leader in the church. But there are times when the enemy pounces upon us and we are not, people around us are not aware what is happening. Samson's parents did not know. What do you think? Lion is known as a cat. But it's known as a, it's known as a big cat. When the big cat come, he don't sneak. He No, he does what? There is what comes with it. The Bible says he's like a roaring lion. How in the world did not these guys hear the... quite often we only find out after the fact, not before the fact, not when the assault is going on. I want to bring the parents with you because just because of the context. There is an enemy that is actually Actively working against our generations, against our children, and quite often we do not recognize, we do not hear the roaring lion because we are occupied with sounds from somewhere else. Find out after the fact. His parents did not know. Check the place it came out from. What's the place? The Bible says it came out of where? Out of a? win. You see the paradox there? The paradox there is. Lions don't lurk around in the vineyard. Praise God. But this lion was hiding in a vineyard. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. What happened? The Bible says something happened there there was a divine intervention and what happened in an unexpected way in an unexpected source what happened deliverance came for samson what is the unexpected source well for samson it was as it is recorded it was a first experience the bible says he was moved by the spirit but this was a first experience Who aids us in our conquest? Who aids us in our challenges? Who aids us in our struggle? Who aids us in our issues of life? Who empowers us? The Bible says the Holy Spirit or the Spirit of God came upon Samson. And he did what? He mightily came upon him, mightily. The only way you can win the battle against the assault that comes upon every child of God is when you have the power which is superior than the power that assaults us. And what is that power? It is the Spirit. So when people have issues, they take aid of the spirit. Praise God. Who's aiding you? Spirit or? Or? (laughs) Interesting, right? This is what. This is the emblem of the Holy Spirit. What is this? I don't know what this is. Okay. I asked some of the guys what it is. They couldn't even tell me what it is. Now I heard about this. I don't really don't know him personally. But I heard about him. Heard about Jack, but I never, never heard about the other guy. I don't know who the other guy is. But what it is, they all fall under the. Same category, it's the Spirits. (laughs) I want you to look at the similarity here. When you are full of the Holy Spirit, when you are full of the Holy Spirit, what happens? What does the Spirit do? When you are full of the Holy Spirit, He's a spirit of love, power, and sound mind. When you're full of this spirit, you're full of love, power, and sound mind. It gives you the strength to overcome the challenges that lurks in your bedroom. That lurks in your drawing room. That lurks in your living room. That lurks in your private chamber. What am I talking about? That comes through you. Through your iPhone. Through your iPad. Through your eye I- whatever that you have. Yet it, it, it gives you the power to overcome. Most of the assault the parents don't even know about it. They don't hear it. Praise God. But if you got the Holy Spirit in you, you will overcome. One of the, spirit, one of the, one of the fruits of the Spirit is what? It's, it ends with control. Self-control. Self-control. You know, you have this Spirit in, what happens? You go out of control. You think you are in control, but you go out of control. Of control praise God what are we led by if you're led by the Holy Spirit you are victorious if you're led by any other spirit well what the prediction is obvious praise God move on incubation what's incubation what's incubation hmm What is incubation? What does incubation mean? Incubation. Nobody knows what incubation is. Huh? Trying to? Right. Maturity time. Gestation time. Time for something to come out. Incubation is always used in the context of a baby being born. So here the Bible says, Samson overcame the enemy, tore the enemy apart, threw him, and he walked away. And the Bible says, after some time, he comes the same road. And he checks if the trophy is still there. And what does he find? The Bible says it was full of honey. Amen. Incubation time. The problem with this is we don't want to wait. We don't want to wait. There is, we as human beings, we are always looking for instant gratification instant solution well when it comes to gratification there is instant gratification there is timely gratification and there is delayed gratification okay so incubation time is timely gratification when you wait for the timing of God when you know and understand the Kairos moment of God in other words the returns you have to wait for the returns how many of you guys had a cd how many of us cd Do you know what a CD is? Tell me what a CD is. Tell me what a CD is. Huh? Huh? What is, what is a CD? What does CD stand for? Compact disc. Listen to this, okay? Listen to this. Say, hey, say compact disc. Say say compact disc. I'm not gonna eat. Come on. Say compact disc. Thank you. A compact disc. You know what Joseph Gumbanar Angle said? He said, certificate of deposit. <laughs> she is into music. So when I say CD, compact disc. He is into money. <laughs> he says, certificate of deposit. They both are right. But in the context, we are talking about the Certificate of Deposit because a Certificate of Deposit has a maturity time. If you pull out your Certificate of Deposit before the maturity time, you will not get what you are supposed to do. Every victory that you win in life, Every secret victory that you win in life is never manifested right away. It is manifested in the timing of God. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. The proclamation of victory from heaven comes according to his timing even though Samson, by the might of the power of God, won over the foe that came against him. The victory was celebrated after some time. Praise God. Hallelujah. Everything in the realms of God, We, you and I, have to learn to wait for the timings of God. Praise God. When we wait for the timing of God, you and I can join with Samson and say, out of the eater came something to eat, out of the strong came something sweet. Praise God. Hallelujah. I don't have the time, so I'm going to run. Hey, guys, what happened? Come to the last slide, please. What did Samson do? Thank you. Samson, the Bible says, he picked up the honey and he did what? Tell your neighbor, neighbor, share. Share, share, share. Share what? (laughs) I don't want to ask again. If I ask them, they will say one thing. If I ask you, you will say something else. Praise God. If I ask you, you will say, "Talking about the share, the Wall Street shares, stock market." This guys will say something else. Well, that's where we are. We are move. We move in two different realms in two different dimensions. Praise God. So share. Samson picked the honey and did what? Shared it with his. Share your blessing. Share your space. Share your time. Share your resources. Share your talents. Number one, share your blessings. With who? With who? The people who are very closest to you first. And I want to draw my young friend's attention here. Listen to me. Young man, young lady, if you're working, Share your blessing with your parents. When was the last time you blessed your parents? Maybe your parents are making a lot of money. I don't care. Maybe they make a lot of money and they are loaded. It's okay. But let me tell you, what God has blessed you with, you share it with your parents. I talk to parents. Our parents, at times, they tell me, Pastor, my son, my daughter, I taught them. They are celebrating their victory, but they never remember us. They never share the blessing. You think your parents will say that about you? Maybe they don't need you, but they don't need need your blessing, but share your blessing with your parents. Share your blessings with people who you love. Share your blessings with the underprivileged. Share your blessing with people who don't have what you have. (laughs) Share your space. What space? What space? My space? Not my space. How many of you have good homes? When was the last time you had the believers in your house praying? When was the last time you hosted a prayer meeting? When was the last time you had a fellowship in your home? When was the last time your home? became a pad where worship went up. I'm not talking about your family worship. I'm not talking about your family gathering. I'm talking about the family of the house of God. When was the last time they were in your home? Share your time. Time is precious. Time is money for a lot of people. Or share your time. Share your resources. The victory that you experienced in your life is something that needs to be shared. Samson shared it with his parents. Praise God. Don't wait just for the Mother's Day and Father's Day to come. To go and get a bouquet of flowers. You don't know how long they're going to be with you. You don't know how long they're going to be with you. So once the service is over, go up to them, hug them. Give them a kiss. Tell them that you love them. And share your blessings with them. Praise God. Shall we rise up before the Lord? Expect the unexpected. When you expect the unexpected, it's not only in the negative connotation. I want you to think with a positive connotation. When the unexpected come knocking at your door, there is a divine response to your prayer. There is a divine response to your need. There is a divine response to your cry. There is a divine response to the challenge. There is a divine response to the pressure that you experience in your life. Expect God to move on your behalf and come to your aid. And many does. Praise God. Remember to share. Father, we thank you and we praise you. We yield our lives to you this morning. We thank you for preparing our hearts. We thank you in advance for what you're going to do. We thank you because you're in control of our lives. We thank you because you rule and overrule. Amen, Father. Thank you. Lord, we commit God's people into your hands. As they go about their business, we pray that you will surround them with your love, with your affection, with your care, with your provision, providence, and protection. May every one of them rise up to the challenge. May they become everything that God has called them out to be. May they be fruitful. May they flourish in every arena of their lives. We bless them in the name of Jesus. We commit our young people into your hands. Young and old alike, when the enemy comes knocking at their door, we pray. That they will have the power of the Spirit to overcome the enemy in the name of Jesus. Praise God. May they be empowered by the Spirit of power, love, and sound mind. May they be controlled by the Holy Spirit. May they go into new realms. May they conquer the one that comes to conquer them. Thank you. Amen, amen.